Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I'm one of your co-hosts, David, and we have a pared-down co-host cast. Um... I had lunch or dinner with my friend Ian last night, and originally we were going to have the shows be every other week just because um, Kyle, now that he lives in New York, he has a life, which is so annoying. And um, Dallas, who has a husband, he's always had a life. He's just managed to just squeeze us in where he could. So we were thinking about doing it every you know other week. And then after my... Um, chat with Ian, one of my besties, he was like, you know, RuPaul is every Wednesday podcast, every other Wednesday, and it's on time, it's always the same, and, you know, and I said, wow, all right, why don't I do this? Hell or high water, at least one person will host, either it's myself or um, it's one of the other hosts, so tonight we've dragged in Doug. Say hello, Douglas. Hello, glad to be back. Yeah, he's been super busy. This boy, I I don't know. He's like the white version of James Brown. He's like always, well, the alive James Brown. He's always doing something. So I kind of feel bad when I have to say, hey, dog, can you come co-host on Sunday for an hour or two? <laughs> so I kind of feel bad, you know. And, um, no, 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 no. So I asked, you know, everybody if they were available, and Doug said, yeah, I'm available, so... Here we are. So that's the quick rundown yeah. of what's going on tonight. So it's just going to be me and Doug. First off, how's mm-hmm. your weekend going? It's going really well. As you say, I have become very busy. Um, just to, you know, for those who uh, don't know, there's a lot going on over on my neck of the woods and my shows. Um, uh, on Air with Douglas has been um, booking some, a lot of people recently. I had... Courtney Act from RuPaul's Drag Race on on uh, this past Friday, and then I had one of the new guys from The Hobbit Part Two and Three on, who plays Alfred, um, who is uh, uh, Ryan Gage. And then next week I have uh, the one and only Michelle Stafford coming back to the show, so that was exciting because you know she's got season one of. Uh, the Stafford Project coming out, and then also Season 2 is coming out soon, and then also, of course, now she's on General Hospital, so we're going to dish on that as well. So I've been busy with that, and also since the last time I talked to you, I've been keeping something under wraps for quite a while, and I decided to go public recently that I have been seeing somebody, and I have, that's you know, of course, when anybody gets in a relationship, you're like MIA, you know, because you're all about, you know, the person you're with, but I am trying to make time for other things as well. But um, And then also my, my show, uh, Men Who Gossip, is is uh, going through a lot of changes as well because we're going into a, da- a daily uh, format starting in January. So we're going to be like Entertainment Tonight versus The View versus Oprah half hour every every day now. So, I mean, I've just been busy, busy, busy. So, But I always have time for the man with the plan, Mr. David. So how have you been to reverse roles? <laughs> um, I've been good. I've... <laughs> 
I have two roommates now, and I just adore them. Um, I'm more partial to Rose only because I see her more, and, you know, she's mm-hmm. here more. And um, We spent the weekend kind of picking up the apartment and cleaning. And um, even when I was um, going to meet my, my friend for dinner, I was like, all right, I got to scrub the bathtub. I promised I would. She's like, go, go meet your friend. I'm like, no, I want to scrub the bathtub first. I told you I would. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and we just planned that we're going to be having Thanksgiving dinner at our landlord's new house. So our landlord, Jeremy, he's the one that I've been friends with for 14 years. When I moved into this apartment, I took his bedroom, and he bought a place in Lynn, Massachusetts, which is north of Boston. So basically I took over his spot. His other roommate, Rose, is still here. And so, yeah, we're just going to do Thanksgiving there because I'm not going home this this year. So yeah, my first Thanksgiving in Boston in quite a while. Well, actually, I was here last year, but oh my God, I'm so sad about that. But um. So let me just ask ask you about, I mean, I haven't been on the air with you for a while, so how is it in your new place? How is your new job? Oh, my gosh. Um, the new place is great. At any point, I can walk to the T in 10 minutes because I'm a fast walker. Um, on my way to walking to the T, I passed the house of one of my very good friends, John, and he and I reconnected, mm-hmm. and we're going to be hanging out soon. Um, good. Physically, the place is great. We always keep it nice and clean. We devote the weekends to cleaning it. Um, mm-hmm. We get I, I get along great with them. Um, the work, oh, my gosh. Now, this isn't rocket science I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So what I basically do is any time that you have a meter that's um, irregular, so let's say it doesn't, show any consumption for the month or it shows too much consumption or there's a, a apartment building with three meters and all three meters should be working, but only one works. Why is that? Well, guess what? They're cross meters. All of those um, usage mm-hmm. is going to one meter. That's our department. Oh, okay. They just gave us overtime. I've been working a maximum because you only can do two hours a week a day. So I've been working my maximum two hours a day last week, and then I also worked on Saturday for four hours. They're giving us our paycheck mm-hmm. early Wednesday. I saw that paycheck, and let me tell you, I was like the Richie Rich dollar signs in my eyes. I was like, holy mother. <laughs> oh, I can so see those dollar signs in your eyes. Yeah, so... I mean, now for the next, I don't know how long it's going to last, but I'm working overtime consistently, so very excited. Take advantage Um, of it. I know. And this week I'm working three days. I'm working my three days of overtime, and then on Saturday I'm doing four hours, and then Saturday after work around probably five, I'm going to leave and go back home because I have to go to my 20th class reunion. So I'm very excited. Oh, this week is going to be huge for me. So, mm-hmm. very awesome. Yeah. So, can you can you believe it's been 20 class. years? Yes and no. Um, <laughs> it feels like it, but then it doesn't feel like. I don't feel like I've aged 20 years. I feel like I've aged maybe 10. So, honey, so. black don't crack. 
<laughs> I know, girl. So yeah, that's what I'm dealing with. So, so well, I, I'm now that we're all be a lot of fun. Up, yes, 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 let's get yes. right into it. Let's get right into it. Um, let's first start with the thing that really has been bugging me since it came out. Bill Cosby. This man mm-hmm. is being accused of raping 16 women. Now, what they're saying that he does is that he puts a drug in their drink and then he assaults them. 16 women, one of them Mm -hmm. being Janice Dickinson. Now, Mm -hmm. these are two separate issues here. But you know what it feels like? Right when the story came out, I said to my friend, this feels like Tiger Woods meets Stephen Collins. It's just so over-excessive, you know, and not only that, yeah. but it started in 1985, around the time that the Cosby Show started, which mm-hmm. is kind of crazy. Um, yeah. Thoughts on this? I mean, my God. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's when when the news broke this week, you know, or well earlier last week. It's just you know, it's some one of those things, you know. Even though Stephen Collins, you know, what he's done was was horrible as well, but you know, we have grew up, our generation grew up with. Uh, Bill Cosby as Fat Albert, the cartoon, and then, you know, the Jello Pudding Pop commercials, and then, of course, the beloved Dr. Huxtable as the Cosby Show, at the Cosby Show. So we grew up with like him as like a father figure for many of us, mm-hmm. and to just imagine him doing this to these women, you know, one would be, you know, one is too many. But when you get 16 plus, because another one broke today, I just read on Facebook earlier, um, some producer, I can't remember exactly, I'll, I'll have to get it. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, and, and their stories are all very similar. And it's not just, oh, he raped me, but they go into detail of what they're wearing, yeah. what he was wearing, uh, you know, the, the where they were at. I mean, it's it's just a little too much. And I've been watching all the talk shows, The View and Wendy Williams and all this. And I mean, everybody's just, uh, you know, you know, everybody's like, well, Guilty until, or being innocent until proven guilty. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. All and, of them and are separate the, people, and they all have the yeah. same story. They're not sitting together, hunched together. They're, I mm-hmm. mean, they could be calling each other and comparing notes, but I don't think that's the case. I really no. do think he did it. Yeah. Yeah. But what's shocking is that these rumors have been going on for decades. Decades. Mm-hmm. And even if you go online, you'll find out that he already paid off one of the people. Or not yep. one of the people, but the other other mm-hmm. women. He paid them off already. And yep. what's even worse is that this was all going on at the time. So it started in 85 when he got the Cosby show. It continued mm-hmm. even through the fact that his son, his son got killed. And he still continued to do this stuff. It wasn't a wake-up call that, oh, my God, I got to stop. No, he kept going. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm shocked by it because, to be honest with you, 100% honest, I didn't hear when it was happening at the time. I heard yeah. about it now. And yeah. what's scary to me is that this guy is an Emmy-winning, Oscar-nominated legend. And he's being mm-hmm. brought down the way Stephen Collins has been brought down. He was disinvited as a guest on Letterman. His mm-hmm. new show on NBC canceled. Mm-hmm. They canceled it. Yeah. So I'm just in, like, utter shock right now, you know? Yeah. 
And uh, and also, in, I don't want to compare this with any other allegations with any celebrity that we've ever experienced. But not one person mm. in his camp or in his you know around him, except for Raven, did say some positive things. But not mm-hmm. talking just about everybody on the show. You know, no one's come forth and said no, he would never do this. No, he would never do this. Or and also. Let's talk. Let's think about this interview he had with the AP this week, with his wife sitting right next to him, who just sat mm-hmm. there glaringly staring at the interviewer. And we thought, we, I mean, for those who watched all the entertainment shows, seeing that he told the people, "Could you cut that part out? Could you cut that part out?" Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna have to get my lawyer involved in this for you to cut that out. But yeah, AP released it. So yeah. Well, not only that, but. Lisa Bonet, she didn't exactly say, oh, he, he insulted me. All she said was, you know what? Karma is working its magic. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Now, she hasn't said he's assaulted me or anything like that, but that leads a lot of people to speculate. When the show mm-hmm. was on, she was considered the problem child, and when she left, everybody was up in arms, and they thought she was the difficult one. What if it comes mm-hmm. to light that, you know what? He actually did assault her, and she fought back. That's why she got canned. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to speculate or anything, but that's what it oh, feels yeah. like. Now, can yeah. we talk about Janice for a minute here? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know everybody's like, oh, poor Janice. Bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm calling bullshit on that old, tired hag. Because you know what she did in that interview? She she did an interview with E.T., and she said, oh, mm-hmm. he assaulted me. And they said, okay, well, did he put something in your drink? She said, yes, and I knew about it. Okay, but you still took the drink. Yes. And when I woke up, my pajamas were off. Okay. So why did you then, as you were being, as you were drugged, quote, you weren't drugged. You just took a pill, and you know you, he put the pill in. But what happened was she took a picture of him sitting in his patchwork robe by the phone Mm -hmm. with a phone to his ear. She took this picture, and then she dozed off. Something doesn't feel right with her story. Okay, Mm -hmm. first of all, what I think happened is she did the drug knowingly that it was in her drink. Then she may have had sex with him, consensual, but now because of all the speculation and the story, and she can get her name out there, because let's face it, Janice Dickinson is part of the Andy Warhol era. Andy Warhol was all about extending your 15 minutes of fame. To this day, Sally Kirkland will tell you, and anybody else on the planet, that she is an Oscar-nominated actor, or, I'm sorry, an Emmy, or, Sorry, Golden Globe-nominated actress. She will tell you that. No matter what crap she's produced before, she was in this movie, Anna. She got nominated for a Golden Globe, and she will tell everybody that to the, to the day she's dead because that's what the Andy Warhol era does. So I feel like Janice is kind of playing, playing the victim to get sympathy, but I, her story has more holes than Swiss cheese. I'm sorry. Or better yet, more mm-hmm. holes in the writing at Young the Reckless. There I said it. Um, well, we'll go there later, all right? <laughs> I just, your feelings on Janice? Well, I'll just be honest. As a victim of rape, and I've talked about this on my show and your show before, you know, I have to think of it in a different way because, but then also, 
you also have to think about Janice Dickinson has been MIA for a long time, and now all of a sudden, bam, she's on ET telling a, quote, exclusive story that Bill Cosby. A, yes, she could be just trying to jump on the bandwagon with her with, with the story, or B, she's sincere and she really kept this the secret all these years. We we don't know. I mean, we don't. I mean, you, like you said, there's some holes in the story. Um, but uh, I want to, I want to, I want to, I hate to say it, but I want to hope that she is telling the truth, even though if she did do mm. this, because I really don't think that she she or anybody should come forth and say, oh, hey, I was raped by Bill Cosby. Who wants that on their resume for the rest of their life, you know? You know, so uh, it, it, it's, just, See, it's just too it's too much. too much. There's a thing in Hollywood, and it is so true. There's no such thing as bad press, because yeah. any press about you, they're talking about you. And the thing about mm-hmm. what I feel like Janice Dickinson, her story is, so let me just let me just get this straight. He put something in your drink. You willingly took the drink. You took a picture of them. Then you passed out. You don't think that he's going to say, I'm going to take that picture while she's passed out. No. Mm-hmm. He's going to all of a sudden just rape you and forget you took a picture of him on the telephone. Back then, it wasn't a cell phone with a silent flash. It was probably like a Polaroid. So you're telling yeah, me that I'm, he allowed I'm, you to take this picture? Come on. It yeah, just doesn't seem, yeah. something doesn't feel right about her story. Not only that, yeah. but in her book, she says that she met him and it was a wonderful experience. And, oh, my God, what that picture proves is she was in the room with a married man and a father. That's what that picture mm-hmm. proves. It proves that they cheated. I don't believe her story of rape. I'm sorry. I want more proof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I will believe her. But right now, I don't believe her. Sorry. Yeah. I honestly, that, for some right. weird reason, I believe the other women. I don't believe Janet. Yes. I, yes. I'm not sure if you heard about this one. About um, this was like a 1971 or 70 on the Johnny Carson show when Johnny um, Carson was uh, at the Tonight Show, and uh, mm-hmm. there was a new up and coming artist, I don't know if it's an actor, singer, whatever, was backstage, and he took out his penis and rubbed it on her. I mean, that, and I don't know if you read about that one or not, but I just, mm-hmm. the story yeah. is so graphic and just, I mean, to me, I'm just thinking of Bill Cosby's penis just makes me want to throw up. But anyway, I mean, these women are just so detailed, and there's a there's a link, and I'll give it to you offline, um, that it has everyone's, you know, story all in one place, and it's just very eerie. It's just, it's just, it's just sad. I feel, I feel bad for the, the wife. But then again, if mm-hmm. she's known this, why does she stay with him for all these years? So, I mean, ugh, God, it's just such a touchy subject. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, ugh, I would not want to be one of Bill Cosby's kids right now because the scrutiny they are facing right now, I, I can't even, oh, my heart goes out to them. Honestly, yeah. I don't feel bad for his wife, and here's why. I feel like she's like a Hillary Clinton type of thing. I'm going to stand yeah. by my man no matter what. And I understand mm-hmm. that marriage is something sacred, and you shouldn't get divorced at the drop of the hat. But when he's making a mockery of your vows, of your children, of you, if he cheated once, that's something you go to counseling with. He rapes six women, or 16 women? Ugh. I mean, ugh. you know, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I... I don't know if I could stand by my man for that. That's that's like, over excessive, you know. That's almost sex exactly. addiction. 
and he's a serial rapist at this point. So the one thing I don't agree with is I don't agree that there are networks now taking the Cosby show off of their lineup. You're hurting people's Mm -hmm. pockets, not just him. Amen. You're hurting Mm -hmm. people's pockets. You give the viewers the choice to decide if they want to um, watch the show or not. But now you're hurting other people who weren't involved in it. You're hurting Raven Simone. You're hurting Lisa Bonet. You're hurting Felicia Rashad. They had nothing to do with him. Why, why are they going after someone's pocket like that? I don't approve of that. And I didn't approve of it when they did it to, Steve, to Seventh Heaven as well. Mm-hmm. I just, ugh. So... Yeah, so those especially yeah. with the coffee show, the residual checks, you know, are huge. But I'm mm-hmm. sure they're not. You know, they're they're a lot bigger because it's a it was a it was a different type of show fan than of course in heaven, but it it's a fan favorite right. show. I mean, and it's and you know actually I, I checked this out exactly, and I checked this out last night. Amazon has all the seasons half off right now, so oh. I mean, I, I mean, I might buy. I, I <laughs> That's exactly right. Here's and the time to buy them So, um, transitioning from that, um, speaking of legends, one of Hollywood's greatest directors of all time, I'm going to just say it, one of them has passed away this week, Mike Nichols. And if you don't know the name, you know his movies. He basically created... No, I'm going to rephrase that. He introduced us to Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg was a stand-up comic, and he was told by somebody close to him, you know, Mike, you should check out this woman. She's really great. She's edgy. She's, she, you and her would click. So he went. He, fa- he saw her performance. Went backstage after her performance, and she knocked on the door. She opened the door, and he bawled his eyes out in front of her. He's like, mm-hmm. we have to work together. Next thing you know, they're working together, and she's in movies. So yeah. that was one of his discoveries. And for the rest of her career, she went to him as a, as a mentor. You know, she she was his protege, and she's yeah. you know, without Mike Nichols, she wouldn't be here. And at the time, exactly. she was freaking homeless. She had a child, mm-hmm. unwed mother, single. Like he brought her out. And he brought her to us. He also yeah. directed classic movies, The Graduate. Mm-hmm. If anyone knows that, I mean, come on. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you trying to seduce me, Mrs. Robinson? I mean, this, this man is like <laughs> one of yeah. my favorite yeah. Nichols movies, yeah. The Birdcage. I mean, hello. Mm-hmm. No one wanted to touch that movie, but he went in. Um, the movie Closer. I don't know if anyone's yeah. seen that one. Um, amazing movie. And didn't he do something recently too? Um, he did. To... It was uh, it was a, a movie called Betrayal that came out um, in 2012 or 13. I think he did. And then also, you know, the remake of Annie is coming out at Christmas, and he was the producer of the original Annie. Yes, and oh my God, I can't forget the movie that won. Miss Madame La Liz, her Oscar, one of her two Oscars, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf. Mm-hmm. 
he directed that. Um, that was actually his first major movie. Um, he yeah. did Silkwood with um, Miss Cher and also Working Girl. God, I loved Working Girl. Oh, I did too. That was and, shit back then. And the movie based that everybody said was based on Hillary and Bill, Primary Colors with John Travolta and Emma, Emma, oh my God, Thompson. I forgot last name. Thompson, yes. Yeah. And he also directed the movie Wit with Emma Thompson of mm-hmm. the cancer patient. Yeah. And one of my favorite miniseries of all time, Angels in America, oh, which yes. Miss Meryl Streep came down to TV heaven and she performed that with Al Pacino and a host of other people. Oh, my God. There were so many Emmys on that. I actually yeah. have it on DVD. It was it was an amazing. But yeah. um, th- the last actually major movie he did, which is kind of ironic, was with um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Julia Roberts, and Tom Hanks called uh, Charlie Wilson's War. I didn't see it, yeah. but I might have no. to take a look at it. But yeah. amazing legend. Yep. I, I was yeah. shocked. And I think the one thing we're not talking about is he leaves behind his wife, mm-hmm. Diane Sawyer, who is a yep. legend herself. And mm-hmm. they didn't, I don't think they had children together, but wow. I, she doesn't know me from Adam, but I tweeted her, you know, I'm sorry for your loss. I, I, wow. Yeah. I, was just, I was shocked. I was really shocked by that. Yeah, you know, and what's what's sad what's 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 sad is you know when these directors and producers pass away, um, even though he is well known, a lot of people don't realize, like you said, what they bring to the table. You know, we would not have Whoopi Goldberg and the amazing talent of her, and all these other directors and producers who pass away. They may not be, you know, famous, but when they pass away, it's sad because we reflect on this, all the talent they brought towards us and all the amazing movies. One of your favorite movies out there, listeners could be directed or produced by someone who's passed away. So you got to pay homage to those who um, create such great art. Yeah, just crazy. Um, <sighs> wow, that was two tough conversations back-to-back. <laughs> Let's talk about something lighter. So real, real quick before you go, did you see yeah. Whoopi break down on The View? Oh, Over? yes. Oh, yes. That's where I got all this information oh. about how they met. I oh, okay. yeah. At first, when I saw the promo, I thought, oh, my God, here she goes. But you know what? This woman loved him, owed her life to him. Like I said, yeah. she was an unwed, homeless, single mother when she met him. Mm-hmm. And he just brought her to life. And I'm, I'm grateful for him for doing that. I really I am. Saw it. Yeah, it was sad. And can I just say something about that show? Mm-hmm. I've never watched the show, but Rosie Perez, did she get like English language lessons? Because that woman speaks clear. If you go watch White Men Can Jump, I can understand maybe four words that that woman says. <laughs> so, someone well, gave her elocution was- lessons, I'm telling you. <laughs> Yeah, I watch the show every day, and this this panel is really good. But, uh, yeah, she does uh, – well, I mean, you know, White Men Can't Jump and uh, the uh, 
do the right thing, all those ones that she did in the yeah. 80s, of course, you know, it's been 20 years, so she's, you know, probably just gotten better with time. But she's a, she's a great, Even the I, Fisher, I love her. Was, wasn't she in the Fisher King or something? And I could not, I swear to God, for 20 plus years, I could not understand a word this woman was saying. All of a sudden, she's like, <laughs> yes. And and Mike Nichols brought her, I was like, wait, who the hell is that, that girl? Who is she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's still got that strong Brooklyn accent, so it's kind of thick. Yeah. So, you know, it's still yeah. thick, like still. I just can't wait till somebody thick. gets her mad because then that's when you can't understand. Meta, meta. That's when she's going to come out. I can't wait for that. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, something lighter, though. Um, mm-hmm. I was a good boy, and I gave to the Jennifer Lawrence Feed the Hungry. United Negro College Fund because she's starving. You know, she's a starving artist, so I had to go see her movie. You know, poor thing. Oh, she's struggling out there. Um, mm-hmm. That movie, and I told you online, I felt mm-hmm. like I was watching a home video. It did not feel like I was watching a movie. This was Katniss's life, and she was trying to get PETA, and I... Mm-hmm. Never cried so much in an action movie before. I cried like oh four times in this movie. Legit, oh, I was like bawling. Because what happens is, Jennifer Lawrence, you can say what you want about her. She's had, you know, uh, naked pictures leaked. She's dating Chris Martin. She's got this cute ex-boyfriend. You can say what you want about her. The reason why she gets nominated for awards, the reason why people call her the next Jodie Foster, the next, the next straight Jodie Foster, is because when she's acting, she's not acting. She is. So when Katniss mm-hmm. had something going for her, and when she was on top in the movie, I was like, yeah. And then when she was at her lowest in this movie, I flowed like I, like I was having my period. Like, literally, this woman made me cry, like, four times. And it wasn't even regularly to anybody else because other people in the movie cried. This woman, if you say, Jennifer, cry, she will cry. And it was like, and it's always the right, the, the um, left cheek, the left eye, boom, one tear just goes right. And then the, the right eye, always. And I just like, damn you. And I'm sitting there because in the theater that I went to has these new seats. And they're like three seats. And they're like leather seats and you can recline. I'm sitting there like blubbering like a fucking idiot because this movie made me cry like four times. And I'm trying to dab my eyes, making it look inconspicuous. And the guy next to me is like looking at me. I'm like, just watch the movie. You know, like, oh, so emotional. It wasn't my favorite movie because Avengers still is my favorite action movie. But it was up there. It's such a good movie. I urge everybody, if you are into the Hunger Games books, if you haven't read the third book, I've read part of the third book and I just can't finish it, go see the movie. You will enjoy yourself. Yes, I'm going to go see the movie. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, sorry about the dog. That's my... Um, my roommate Rose, her coworker, well, she's the boss, so her employee is coming over for dinner right now, and she brought her dog along. I don't know why you would bring your dog, but whatever. So, yeah, that, if you hear barking in the background, that's her dog. Um, so, 
can we talk about Young the Restless real quick? Um, oh, yes. Lots of, oh, yeah. lots of changes recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Justin, I'm going to call him my Justin just to clarify. Um, my Justin is now Adam Newman. And um, I am so happy, and I know this sounds so weird. I'm so happy that two major changes happened. And I know it might not be major for everybody else, but it's major for me, Mr. Detail-Oriented. Number one, Justin dyed his hair for the role. He's now dark roots. Thank you, God, because I feel like blonde Billy and blonde Adam would be just too much. And I know that the original actor for Adam was blonde, but I just didn't care for it. There are too many blonde people on the show. And another detail that was changed... Oh, by the way, Justin... Justin's doing an amazing job in my eyes. He sounds mm-hmm. a little bit like Michael Muni. I don't know if he did that yeah. on purpose or if that's his natural voice. I'm, I can't remember now because I'm trying yeah. to think back to when he was on Revenge and when he was on Passions, and I'm like, I don't remember his voice sounding like this. Is this really him, or is he trying to sound like Adam? And I think I love the storyline that he's... Um. Pretending to be somebody else. I hate that Adam killed somebody else in a car accident. I hate that part of it, but I like how it happened. So um, I'm just going to go back now, to that. Now, who, in do a you think, who are you talking? Who are you talking about? He killed. Him at, who, who, who are you talking about? That he killed. He was in an accident. He was in a car accident with Gabriel, and what happened was yeah. Gabriel died, and the the people, the paramedics and whoever, thought that Adam was Gabriel because. The, um, their faces were so badly burned. So what the girl did was, and what Adam did was said, okay, make me look like Gabriel. So they reconstructed his face like Gabriel. So everybody, well, Adam Newman is basically dead. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. But I hate the fact that well, Adam was involved in another death in a car accident. I hate that because he killed Delia. Now he killed this guy. I hate that. Yes, they were both yeah, accidents, well, but I just hate that fact, you know. Just, just before me. you go on, just my opinion is that mm-hmm. when that Gabriel went, was somehow, I don't know how, I, somehow Gabriel went to save Adam when he was in the car, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the car blew up, and Gabriel right. died. Okay, so right. that's one thing. And then I think that Adam, as Gabriel, is coming to Genoa City to clear Adam's of name. Course. That Gabriel mm-hmm. was the one that hit Delia, mm-hmm. perhaps. Of course. And that, of course. that way he's going to be able to reveal himself as Adam and why he did what he did to revenge, right. I mean, to change his face, why he's got a new face, et cetera. So I'm really excited. I'm, right. That's the only storyline on this freaking soap opera right now that I'm excited about. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so the other detail that I like, and again, it's a minor detail, folks. I know, but I like it. I like that Summer changed her hair color to red because now she looks more like Gina, a.k.a. Phyllis, because for so long I was like, did Sharon get like that? Because she kind of looks more like Sharon. Mm-hmm. And now Summer's dark features are coming out kind of like Gina. So I kind of like that aspect. Um, those are the two things that I did like about the show. <laughs> it's a mess still. Um, yes. It's still a mess. Uh, Lily, you know, even though you know she's not Charles, as annoying. What's that? 
Oh, I was just going to ask you, do you know when Charles Pratt's writing will appear? Have you heard or when when will stuff appear? I've gone on Wikipedia, because Wikipedia will update immediately. And and I know people say, oh, people can update Wikipedia. What Wikipedia does is, whenever you make a change to Wikipedia, they actually go out and they verify that this is a valid source. I even tried Mm -hmm. to add my books to Wikipedia, and they said, well, it's not big enough. It's not notable enough. I can't add it. So Wikipedia is valid. They have not added Charles's name there, mm. which is interesting. He's nowhere on that. Ju- yeah. Maybe January or late December? Who knows? Okay, but I don't think he can help. <laughs> if it's a mess now, and this is the best he's going to get, I mean, I don't think he can help. Even though Lily, as I was going to say, is not as annoying, mm. I still don't like her. She's mm. still a busybody. Mm. She's still, you know... In everybody's storyline, when she doesn't need to be, okay, don't like her. Um, Neil needs to get his sight back ASAP. I kind of wish that he was faking it, but whatever. I think, um, I, I, think he, I think he will, and he'll set a trap, and then they'll mm, be caught. That's what I think. That's what I hope. I kind of hope not, because then he'll be the male version of Phyllis, because right now, that's what Phyllis is doing. Phyllis is forcing Jack's hand into this engagement. And what is she going to do? Go through the marriage or is she going to expose him and Kelly? Like, I don't understand what her point is. She just had Kelly's heart smashed in a billion pieces. Instead of saying, you know what, Jack? I mistook it. You said that you were dating somebody. Who were you dating? What was her name? Can I, you know, know about her and stuff like that? Instead, she's making this whole elaborate trap for him and I just don't, I mean, I get it's Phyllis, but I'm just like, what's the point? Yeah. And it, and I can't wait till it comes out because I hope Summer then stops defending her mother, her angel of a mother. Oh, mm. Summer. She's becoming my new Lily. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing that so, will do will ever make me like her. Yeah. And that's on many levels. Um... Have you been watching the other shows, or do do you have anything on the the Young and the Restless that you do like? Uh, no, the only thing I'm actually yeah. looking forward to is uh, uh, is is the Adam storyline at this time. Um, the fact that they did a little twist with uh, Maureen being the one that killed her husband that now will allow further storyline for Stitch, and I'm sure now that as we all saw last week, you know, um, what's her uh, Maureen has escaped. I don't know where she's we don't know where she's at. She you know, Victor, you know, was like practically breathing his hot breath down her throat, screaming at her when she's trying to have another heart attack. So that's kind of interesting that Maureen is the one, you know, she locked poor Victoria <laughs> in the closet. Yeah. I mean that I mean that was kind of fun and but, but but yeah, I'm not looking I mean there's I don't see anything else exciting going on right now. I'm just enjoying the Adam and Sage storyline right now. And I'm so happy to see Kelly Sullivan back on my screen because I'm a huge general hospital fan and since we talked last I have been on General General Hospital for the last, like, six weeks. Well, before we get to General Hospital, let me just tell you something. If Stitch Mm -hmm. comes out to be the father and then it's it's, um, revealed that Maureen changed the test results, I'm a scream. Oh, my God. Because I fully – I will scream, Douglas, because I fully expect it to be Stitch is the dad, and then there's a scene where Maureen's coming out of the hospital and she gets caught. Well, guess what? I bet you anything she's going to change the test results. Or she changed the test results for it to be B. 
Philly. If Maureen is anywhere near changing the test results, I will be upset. Upset. I'll drive down to Los Angeles, and I Mm -hmm. will go, and I will will do something to Um, somebody. You'll fly a plane. (laughs) I will fly a plane like they did for my community (laughs) in Lily. But you know what? Here's my theory on that. I think they're going to make – this is just my theory, and and I've already watched the Canadian show, so I I don't know anything yet. I will say that I think that it's going to come out Billy's because then Billy will leave – not leave, but go towards Victoria, which leaves Chelsea like, hello, and then Adam somehow is going to swoop in in time and, you know, pick up the pieces. He may – you know, and someone also mentioned that maybe Adam will hook up with um, Sharon again. As but no, no, you know, Sharon is the quote love of his life, but you know, what's your favorite? Chelsea is the the baby mama. So I don't know. He wants Connor. He wants I, to take care of Connor. And he, I know. think that if they make the baby um, Billy's, there's more drama because then they um, Billy has to decide: does he want to go back to Victoria? Does he want to stay with Chelsea? And then Stitch will be, you know, I'll be there for you. No, I don't want you near her or my kid. Well, I'm trying to be there for Victoria because I love her. If they make the baby Stitches, it puts Victoria off to the side with Stitch. Mm-hmm. And Billy's not going to be, it's not messy. Do you know what I mean? It's not well, a mess. Ashley's it's back a clean now, break. So maybe, yeah, but Ashley could rev that up, that storyline up if that's the case. Mm. So... I mean, I think it would be better for Billy, for Billy fans, because they've mm-hmm. always wanted to have a baby together, and they finally did. It's just mm-hmm. uh, the, this mess has happened. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, real quick, what's been going on with GH? Well, the most exciting thing is Nutcase Nina, aka Michelle Stafford. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, went over and um, oh, she's so crazy. Now, do you watch or not? No, but last week Kyle said that she stole Ava's kid or something, and she blamed yeah, it on she did it. her mom. Yeah, she she did. And so, cool. so Nina now has has Ava's baby, claiming it's her. Um, uh, she knocked Madeline, who is played played by the wonderful Donna Mills, plays her mom. She knocked her out. Her and, and Franco, which, oh, God, that whole story with Franco at the wedding was with Carly was phenomenal. It was just so much fun that happened in one day. Um, so anyway, right now, they're MIA on, on the run together. Franco and, and Nina um, are out somewhere, probably on some island or I don't know where they're at. They're somewhere near water because you can see the water. Um, and they have the mm-hmm. baby. But Franco actually, like, is making sense, trying to talk to Nina and say, look, you that is not your baby. You need to give mm-hmm. that baby back. You need mm-hmm. to realize that that baby is Ava's. And Ava, Ava only went after Silas because you, your mother paid her to, which we which was revealed last week as well. So now she now Nina's realizing that Silas isn't the bad guy that she is and that Ava, Ava's not the bad guy, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, so that's Finally. how that and I think they're they're taking this they're taking them two off camera for a while because um Roger Haworth is gonna be on the flash and uh, Michelle Stafford is filming season two of the Stafford project. So they're going we're gonna see a little bit less of them. Um other than that, Michael Michael uh, Corinthos finally ditched um, everyone in his life, uh, his mother, 
uh, Kiki, uh, his dad, Sonny, one of his dads, Sonny, and pretty much went to Monica and said, I am Michael Quartermain. And so now he's going to be in charge of Quartermain, and they're creating, they're, they're, built, they're bringing back the whole Quartermain uh, storyline, so, which is good because oh, the Quartermains have been MIA forever. But um, yeah. that's that's really about it. I mean, there. I mean, and then of course, uh, Luke was revealed, uh, and we saw him. We saw Luke back on Friday. Um, you know, played by Tony Gary because he always takes the summers off, so his his stuff is just now coming back on. So this it's it's fun. I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's actually more. I I look forward to that every day more than Young and Restless, and that for me being a yeah. thirty plus fan of Young and Restless, that's sad to say. But I'm, I'm enjoying Joe yeah. a little more. And I actually actually watched the whole thing with Young and Restless. I skipped through so much of it. Wow. Okay. That's all I had to say. Nice. Well, that's amazing. Um, yeah, I don't watch the other soaps either, so I, we can't even talk about that. But um, Yeah, I don't care about them. <laughs> but unfortunately, we're going to have to cut the show short tonight. That's okay. Um, but it was great catching up. Um, oh, mm-hmm. um, what we're thankful for. I'm thankful for another year of life. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thankful for being having my ducks in a row and being able to move back mm-hmm. to Boston and feeling like an adult again, you know, mm-hmm. paying rent and buying groceries and all that stuff. I'm thankful for my friends and family. And I'm also thankful that, we are doing this show because it's such a nice little outlet for me. It's not about mm-hmm. how many people listen. It's not about how much paycheck I get from it. It's about just, you know, having my friend, Ian, who I've been friends with for about six years, tell me, you need to do this show regularly because I enjoy it, listening to it. That <laughs> was the payoff I needed. So that, those are the mm-hmm. things I'm thankful for. What about you? Mm. Um, this has been a very rewarding year. Uh, I've come full circle from uh, a lot of things. I've grown. I have learned to love and accept myself. Um, you know, my, I, I revamped my shows um, over the, after being off for the summer. Um, I have created families with my shows and friends with my show mm-hmm. co-hosts this year. And um, and then I've also found uh, a very special person in my life. And you know, when you when you're happy, I, I know we got to go. But when you're generally happy with yourself, and when you really are confident and you're happy and you love yourself, that radiates and that attracts someone into your life. And mm-hmm. that I am thankful for because had I not got the help that I needed, I would not be happy where I'm at today. So I'm also thankful for you and being part of your world also in this last year, because it's been a year since we've we've met. So I want to thank you for being part of my world. Thanks, hon. I know it's been exactly, well, not exactly a year, because it was like a year last last couple weeks ago. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's so funny. I forgot about that. So, yeah, um, thanks again for everybody listening. I want to give a couple shout-outs. Hala, Mm -hmm. again, I love her. Um, she is, remember Assad, Assad Lauren? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's his mom, and I keep in contact with her, and she's, I, I love her deliciously. She's just, she's become a really good friend to me, and I've talked to her on occasion when I've been really low, and I just want to say a special shout-out to her. Thank you so much for being a part of my world, Hala, and I'm thankful for you. And um, also, mm-hmm. of course, always Mariette. I love that girl. I just love her. Oh, oh my too. God, I love her. Me too. 
And I'm going to screw up her name. I always do. I'm just going to spell it, all right? I'm grateful for T-A-N-I-A, okay? <laughs> I always I know, it's her like name. I, I, I think it's Tanya, Tiana, Tanya. but I don't think it is. Yeah. So I love her, too. She's She and I haven't talked a lot since I moved, but we've both been really busy. She's been more busy than me because, you know, she's a wife and mother. But um, she's just – she's always been supportive. She's a, an awesome fan of the show. I just love her to death, too. And I love – I miss us talking about Adam's butt. Maybe, hopefully, she'll come back and we can talk about, you know – my Justin's butt, hopefully. But, um, but yeah, I love mm-hmm. that girl. So, yeah, those are my shout-outs. <laughs> so, all right, that's, um, that's it for today. Thank you again, Douglas, and um, maybe you'll join us next week. Maybe or not, who knows? We'll see. But, um, yeah, who thank knows? you for coming tonight at such short notice on our big 2-0 episode. Yay, 20 episodes. Woohoo! <laughs> well, you have a wonderful evening and Thank also you. a great holiday week. Thank you, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.